Hello, this is Miss PSKV coming to you in the comfort of your home. So come on in, relax yourself, and come on into the conversation. All right, that's all you have to do is just relax yourself and come on into the conversation. Now, this here is talking about, you know, how some of us, you know, look at our life and we, you know, thinking about we should have been doing this, we should have been doing that. And then you start looking at, you know, about other people, comparing yourself. And then after comparing yourself, now the depression comes in. Because you feel that you should be more than what you are. You should be, you know, higher than where you at. But the most important thing is that when you start looking and stop judging. That's right. Stop judging. Judging can cause some deep situations. And especially when it's not righteous judgment. Now, righteous judgment is when we can examine ourselves. Not going out judging other people now, but when you can really sit down and judge yourself. Now, we've been going through this here right now, through a lot of things going on in Amphitheater. And one of the things that is going on, if you probably caught one of my podcasts, it was talking about Brother Polite. Now, Brother Polite is a motivational speaker. He has started, you know, the conscious community and, you know, and call, you know, his people conscious awakening. That's what we're going to say, conscious awakening. But now when we look at the situation that he's going through, nobody can say what happened, but DNAs always can come in and prove some things now. But we still have to wait until you are proven innocent or guilty. So Miss PSKV is not coming in to point at, you know, brother polite. I'm coming in to just say right now, when it comes down to our children, our teenage daughters, our teenage sons, and their preteens, 12 years old. And sometimes we think that, you know, it doesn't matter. You understand me? It doesn't matter because we know this person for so long. So it doesn't matter if they take them out, you know, and, and purchase them something. And But they're the opposite sex. And sometimes it could be the same sex. But you trusting your teenager with this here person. Later on in life, as life, you know, moves on and we become adults, some have some bad stories about that. And the stories, I mean, was a reality that things took place undesirable, you know, to that person. And only thing that could help them to believe themselves with the bad memories is now just coming in and just turning it over to the most high. You know, that's about it, you know, and ask for healing and letting that thing go because some have been bruised in their adolescent age. Some have been bruised through their teenage years and now they are adults and they are going through that trial and that tribulation and wondering why this thing happened to me, why this took place with me, you know, and so this right now, Brother Polite is hitting the airwaves, you know, giving his, 
you know, explanation, whatever took place. We're not calling nothing out, you know, because there are innocent parties in this. And we cry out for everyone that is innocent to be healed and be delivered. Because I tell you, that's some trials and tribulation. So I'm not just talking about Brother Polite who is saying he is innocent, but whoever is connected with the situation that he's fighting with. We pray that they will get a release of healing and that they will have someone to talk to. Now, when it comes down to, I don't care who it is, you know, and I'm talking about Brother Polite, being that he's a motivational speaker and he done went out there and he done turned around and got some of everybody head twitching, you know, because he is so fabulous. He is so fabulous and, and everything going his way. And like he said, he's a genius, you know. But I know that how can a genius take those kind of steps now? You got all this smartness. You giving people, you know, um, you're very opinionated and you're giving people advice. And but unfortunately, you wasn't hearing yourself. Now, I'm not coming down on you, Brother Polite. I'm not beating you up and all of that stuff. But I'm just coming in with reality, you know, for the young people and the older people that got children and grandchildren. Stop trusting everybody with your children. This is your legacy. Take hold of your legacy. Shape them and mold them that they will not be coming back and saying, why, why, why? That big old why. Why should this have happened to me? Why was I not protected? You know, all of those things, you know. So right now, when I got said again, while we in that relaxed zone, you know, and just going back looking at Brother Polite when he was all up in New York City, baby. He was all up in New York City going over there to the Israelites. And he had, you know, that African mark or warrior, you know, on his face. Some of us thought it was a tattoo. And to find out later, it was just something that he was drawing on his face. And I tell you, they was up there, I mean, going against it. I mean, they was just fighting, you know, with the Israelites. But not only just the Israelites, even on YouTube, uh, you know, serious things came with the conscious community, you know, with mm-hmm, Tommy Sormeyer. Oh, he knows that. He knows that. You know, it's all out there, you know. And I remember it very, very strongly. You know, the attack that even came on his life when he came to New York City. You know, with that strong, you know, conscious movement. But anyway, when we go back and look at that past and the control and the uprise that Polite was doing, you know, and then he turned around and he started getting involved with the economic, you know, value and telling us about, you know, going out there, getting property and, and going out there, you know, and, and, you know, there's auctions out there that you can go to, you know, all of this he was talking about with, you know, with greatness, greatness. Next thing you know, he was talking about that 
He did not want to be settled with the traditional marriage. He wanted to have additional wife and felt that it was nothing wrong with that. That's what he felt, you know, and he did what he wanted to do. And he went on and got him the extra wife. I believe it's four of them, you know, and everybody living happy, you know, happy, 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 you know, and everybody doing great with that relationship. That's what we've been told, you know. Oh, yes. But now, Polite is in all this here craze. I'm telling you some big old craze going on, sitting up in his, whatever you want to call it, because he got so many vehicles. Is the Benz? Is it, you know, the Ferrari? He just calling that. Is it, you know, all of these different cars he had. And he loved his luxury cars. And he loved the fact of saying that I'm making my children millionaires. And and all of that is good, polite. All of that is good. But you got to remember, you came straight from the heart of Brooklyn, baby. And you came from one of the toughest neighborhoods. And a lot of us was out there on the, them neighborhoods. I didn't live in East New York where you lived at. But I live in the heart of Brooklyn, baby. And I know how hard it was for all of us during that time and that era of you coming up, myself coming up, and my children coming up. It it was very hard for many black families that live in New York City, you know. And so the hardship that you talk about is not just yours by yourself. There are many um, young people out here that mothers and fathers that was on crack cocaine and that was selling drugs and was arrested. And that took th- these young people and put them right inside of the system. They was living in the system from one foster home to the next foster home. This is what happened, you know. So we coming in right now to let you know, Polite, that in New York City, I ain't going to say we, but Miss PSKV, because I don't know who all going to be joining in when I'm saying this now. But like I said, Polite, there was many that had trials and tribulations, and New York City, even Chicago, would say it too. Don't leave us out, you know. We done had some hard times over here, you know, with drugs and all kinds of stuff going on in Philly and, and Baltimore, Maryland, and Virginia. All of those drugs. But in New York City, it used to be where women would be mm, in the mm, in the back of a hallway trying to get their fix on and not trying to get the fix of using something but now turn around just giving their whole soul to someone just to get that money just to get that money you know so in New York City we done came a long way I'm telling we came a long way because it was some trials, tribulations, tr- crack vows all up in the street. You know, I don't forget about that now because that was a hard time, you know. And so you came through that era. You came through an era that was crack infested. You came through an era, trials and tribulation. You lost your mother. Then after getting connected with your dad, it was trials and tribulation with dad. And now, even when this situation coming in, you say your dad just left this world. And I give you all my deep condolence, um, Brother Polite. I give my deep condolence to you. 
But we got to look at the elephant that's sitting inside the room. Now you're bringing all this stuff up and saying because, because, because. And most of the time when people start bringing up their past and the behaviors that they had in the past, the dysfunctionality that they had in the past is always coming in to say this is a cause and effect that this happened because all of these bad things happened. And I hope that is not your situation, Brother Polite. I hope it's not. I, all this here, you know, you said for yourself, I am smart. And, and, and you're calling people stupid. You know, in this trial and tribulation that you're in, which also don't have anything, and I mean anything, to do with anyone but you. Now, how do your followers become stupid? How do the followers that been dedicated to you with this here consciousness, you know, changing up your language, your belief in, in the almighty God is different, you know, from everybody else. But now everybody is stupid and you are the genius. You are smart, and I'm going out there to make that money, make that money, you know, and, and, and that's what really got to me, you know, everybody can, you know, um, have an excuse for something now, you know, and they can be, you know, sorry for what the things that they made bad decisions with, but when it comes down to, to now, DNA has come up to the excellence when it comes down to certain situations. And now, just like um, OJ, they said the glove don't fit. You know, that's how he got off because he said the glove don't fit. You understand me? That was the reason of him now getting off that case, you know, and getting his freedom because the glove don't fit. Now, what is going on right now is saying the DA fits. The DNA says that the droppings that they found is saying that it was yours. So now this is so hard to come in to say, I, I commend your lawyer. You know that he see he he must gonna have a very strong case now, you know, to say that everything gonna be in your benefit, you know. And and I I I, I hope the best for the innocent party. You know, it's not just about you. It, all this here now been circulating you on the um the radar. Everything is about you, 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 you. But innocence is powerful. Innocence is a blessing for all of us in our adulthood. Many of us would want to go back into that innocent time and turn around and say, if only I could have been watched better. If only that I could have been uh, uh, more, you know, watched that, that the parents I had would have made me be more in tune to my education. If I would have had those that love me, maybe I wouldn't have turned out like this and made all these here left and turns and then this round the corner turn and all of that stuff. But now it's time that I have to rise myself up. And I'm talking about everyone that had 
trials and tribulation in their childhood and now they're adults. Now is the time to say, I will not allow anyone who victimized me, anyone that, that attacked me to hold me bondage of their sin and their iniquity and their transgression. I refuse to allow the enemy to lock me into my mind that I cannot function because of their situation of their evil, of their coming in to violate. So now violation can come at any time. People can be violated on their jobs. On their jobs, they can be violated. But we have the power to come in and say no more. Will I will allow anyone to take advantage of me. Now, this is Miss PSKV coming to you in the comfort of your home. And I'm coming in, strongly coming in to tell you that no matter who you are, you are responsible for yourself. And then you have your little mini-me's and your children, your offspring. Baby, you are now responsible for another human being. And responsible for multiple human beings if you have additional children. You know, we have to start looking at our blessing. To know that our children are our legacy. You know? And they are the replica of us. And not looking at them, you understand me, as grown people. No, let them feel their innocence. Let them feel the joy of their youth. Because baby, when they get a certain age, they're going to say, if only I would have been able to, to appreciate my youth. Some of us works every day and when our children come back home because it's COVID now. So a lot of you at home with your children, but go back before COVID started. You wasn't home with your children. It was latchkey, you know, situations going on. The school took the children at seven o'clock in the morning, waiting at a bus stop, six o'clock in the morning, they at the bus stop. And you trusting that your child will get to that school, those that standing at that bus stop. And then you won't see your child, some of you to about seven o'clock at night. Some of you at 530 could be a blessing if you could see your child. Because that latchkey situation means they go into an after-school program, you know. So the more of your teaching is now being moved from your child. So that little part of that time that you had with that child when they was a toddler is now being easily being pushed out. And now they're now feeling they are independent. And they are now standing up on their own when they're in that classroom to protect themselves. And you say, Miss PSKV, what you talking about right there? I, I just don't understand. But let me let you understand this. When your child is in school, some of the school systems is opening right now, getting ready to open. And some of the school system is already opening in other states already. And some of them, you going inside of that building. 
Well, let me tell you, when your children goes into that building and you get ready to get your children at home, that's when it turns around that you are already tired. You want out. You've probably been working two jobs, probably one. You understand? But when you do get that quality time to come home to cook your family meal with your children and to eat it, it may not be like that. You're stopping at the fast food restaurant and you're going to get everything you could get just to hold up and quickly eat this and 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 go ahead do your homework and go to bed and let me take my bath to get ready for the next day as well time is just moving and moving and moving and this is how those that can come in and creep into our life and try to say they're making it easy but sometimes they're not there to make it easy they are there to leave nothing but scars behind now watch your children watch them pay attention to your children because let me tell you, everybody that say they're your friend and you've been knowing them for a long time, you've been knowing them since your childhood, and now you call them your brother, your sister, and they all incorporated with the family, and your children calling them uncle this and auntie that, next thing you know, hmm, you don't know what you got on hand. You really don't know, you know? And, and what the allegations was talking about that how can you, Brother Polite, I'm not talking about age right now, nothing right now, but how can you turn around and and take a woman, a, a woman now, and, and, and say, I got you. Just, just give me your responsibility. I'm going to protect your jewel because that is a jewel. Her, that child is a jewel. That, that, per, that whoever is in her life that she is now the caretaker of that is her jewel male or female but now she leaves you with her possession you understand me you know if you would have left your your cars and you would have came back and seen that they violated your cars you would have i mean you would have went i mean buck wow everybody on social media would have known it you know, because you was going to be saying, I'm taking them to court. They're going to have to pay for this. I got to die, die. I trusted them with my vehicle and this and that, da, da, da. You're going to be coming in wanting respiration. That's what you're going to be wanting from that person, you know, from what they did. So now, right now, everybody talking about you, you, you. But I'm not talking about nobody nothing of that case individuality of it because that's your individuality that is your personal mess right there so when you call us stupid we are not stupid people you understand me there's a whole lot of us that now is done got some smarts in their head and said baby no no i can't be caught up in this ms i got to go i got to know how to say no you understand me once you have that acknowledgement inside of you and as you grow and you elevate it's going to be things that you as an as an adult will start maturing and say i just don't want to be bothered it's too much of a hassle it's too much of a situation here i don't want no partake of it and that means sometimes you got to move from the people that you associate with and you so say, what is that miss pskv why did you talk about that for because what i'm saying is because some of the people that you deal with 
Their life can have a spirit already on it that is unclean and they accepted everything that is rotten in their life. And now the crew that you hanging with, they accepting that. So I do not believe, Brother Polite, that the people that you was associating in your past, you understand me, they all had something to even build your ego up with. See, your ego did not get just there just like that. Your ego, your ego came from the order that you was around others promoting it in you. You know? And I take this to the heart when it comes down to being around people that is all messed up. You understand me? And because the only reason why you can't see that they messed up is because you have not took the time to love yourself. So some way or another, out of all this dysfunctionality that was around you, Brother Polite, it was a time that you was not loving yourself. Because, see, that's the only way this functionality to come in. So when you start loving yourself and, and desiring the blessing of greatness around you yourself, not taking money and saying money going to, you know, come in and it's going to just move all everything that I hate right now. Money ain't going to do all of that now. Money is a good thing. Money is good to help us uh, to pay our bills and, and, and all of those things. But money cannot bring integrity. Money cannot bring honor and respect. That is something that got to be taught to you and something that you're going to have to build up inside of you with respect. And when you get that blessing, you're going to turn around and say, I don't want to even be with this here no more. And you're going to just let certain people go because right then and there you have identified my life is connected with things that is now having me going off to the side and, and leaning the wrong way. Come on now. So, Brother Polite, you know, the evidence right now, if it's true, you know, because we got to go with the truth, you know, because everything right now is going in when Tasha Kaden came in and she done gave her scoop and we cannot over, you know, and say, Tasha K, go and sit down somewhere. She was talking about Art Kelly for the longest. And at the end of the rainbow, Art Kelly was arrested. And now, right during this time that you're going through this, R. Kelly is on trial. You understand me? So all this here that she was talking about, R. Kelly, and all this here interviews that she was having, well, mm-mm, polite. I, I have to tell you, you got some hot waters over there because once she done went into this thing, that means that she done pulled out some materials, some documents, and all of that stuff to come against you. You understand me? To come against you. And you know that um, Tasha K, you know, if you ever listen to her and know her background of her testimony, that she also was molested at a young age. And she talks about it very openly. So when this triggered her, you know she was going to be just like, you know, mm -hmm, a lion where the lion now got a big old pork shoulder lingering in his face. So what that lion gonna do? That lion gonna jump at it and baby, he gonna tear it up. 
So that's what, what Tasha K was doing. Tasha K was coming in and saying, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I got you right now. So that's what she was doing with uh, Kelly. She feels that right then and there, the things that was going on in her life. And when she also sees that sexual morality uh, of someone innocence being taken, she's just like a radar. Like, I'm going in. I'm going in to protect that person. I'm going in to expose that person. And if nobody did it for me, I'm doing it for somebody else. This is the attitude that she had. So no matter how some don't like Tasha K and they hating on Tasha K and all of that, you got to know where she coming from mentally with that. And I tell you, I heard that Tommy Sormida invited you over to his, you know, platform to, you know, and come on over, you know, and brother, um, polite. Because during that time when he came to New York, baby, mm-mm, he was just like, you know, he, where he, now he wasn't a lion. He was the pork shoulder. And, and all those pontiac-minded people was attacking him just like the lion. They was the lions attacking the pork shoulder. That's how it was for him, you know. And so I don't know how that's going to go because, you know, people get emotion. People get feelings, you know. And you know how them feelings come in. That's why, you know, Jasmine Sullivan keep on saying, you know, come and pick up your, you know, your baggage. Come and pick up your feelings over here, you know, and all of that. Because people do have feelings. And you cannot just erase them feelings just like that. So I'm not going to tell you when you get over there to, you know, Tommy Solomon, if you accept the invitation, that it's going to be all good. You know, because baby, anything could trigger, you know. So like I said again, brother, I'm not here. You know, I can't just say brother right now to you, brother polite, because Lord knows I can't. Um, just polite right now, because right now, my respect is for the innocent, you know, and you say you innocent, but right now they holding DNA right in your face. They holding that thing right up in your face and saying, hold up, mm-hmm. the stop sign, you know, and you then also, if they did not have that evidence, they would not have arrest you. You understand me? All of this going all the way back from... Mm-mm-mm, February. Dates been called out. February. May. You know? And then they turn around and calling out now August. You know, all of these here dates from all the way from February, this thing been like, you know, just oppressing you. You was carrying all this here weight upon you, you know? And you going on by your business all the way from February doing to the pandemic and you was panicking about what they had against you. So out of all of that going on from February, they have the time now to say they got the evidence and they done went and got it analyzed and they turned around and took a DNA test with you and the evidence they had and now say that it's the glove, it fits, you know, it fits, that glove fit, you know, so, man, oh man, nobody can't tell you nothing polite, because you already said you're a genius, nobody can't tell you nothing polite, you know, because you said that you're the most smartest man in the world, nobody can't tell you nothing, because polite, you called all of us stupid, 
And you told us that watch and watch and watch. What more can you watch when they got a DNA that coming back with the best that they done took took the the the, the DNA of your mm-hmm, you know what they're talking about, you know. Of your um, I, I don't even talk about that thing. My, 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 my. I'm just getting speechless when I have to talk about it, you know. But they done took a a, a sample of your DNA that you left behind. That's the only good way I can say it. <laughs> that they got a sample of what you left behind, and it didn't get there by itself. Anybody knows about? That when it comes down to a man that's dealing with the anatomy and about the, you know, the man, um, Gentilia, baby, that cannot be released unless, unless it was collected. Now, where you going to come and say it was collected and they put that that there, they, 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 they sprinkled that on, on there. That's the only way I could see that happen. That's the only way I could see. So that's what you're going to be coming in saying. That they took what you left behind that you did not dispose of. And they sprinkle it on on that, on, 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 on the blouse or on the clothing, on the garment. Whatever they got in evidence, this is what you're saying. This is what the public is now running with, you know. So, um, like I said, you know, um, polite. This is a terrible situation, and it's terrible that you can open up your mouth and call people stupid. You don't need to be attacking nobody in the public. You don't know who are watching you, polite. You don't know all who been following you. You don't know all. It could have been lawyers following you. It could have been the DA who that got to prosecute you that been following you. So you better watch yourself calling people stupid. You understand me? You don't know who you got to face up there and they don't heard that propaganda. So popular you are, this thing that went all over. So even the jury going to be very highly selected, but it's impossible that some of them won't know your, your drama. Come on now, that's that's it now. Just telling you, saying that people are stupid now. I'm just letting you know. Stop getting up there calling people stupid. Stop coming in there disrespecting people that you don't know. You understand me? That have not even said a word to you. This is your mess. Now you got to clean it up. That's it. Now, out of all that stuff you were talking about, the spirituality, baby, I'm going to tell you, I believe in the tr- one true living God. I believe in the spiritual almighty God that is the controller of all universe. And there is no other God before him. You understand me? There's nothing that with sound in their mouth can say they are over the almighty God, Yahweh. Now you got to go into some some, some real spiritual um, search right now. You understand me? To seek the true living God. Not going in here with this forced language. You understand me? That you teaching the people. You understand me right here. All of this 
this mess. And now only body getting rich is you and your your family. Like you said, that, that you are uh, we getting rich, we getting rich, we getting money. I got all the toys I wanted. I gotta put that up here before I get off now. I got all the toys. I done had all the toys I wanted. I done played with all the toys. Now, what toys are you talking about? <clears throat> Baby, you better start looking at that, you know, to the extreme. You're brought up that you playing with toys and you don't even know. Is this here a metaphor or something? You said you playing with toys and, and you don't play with all the toys. It's telling me that your mind is still in a child mind uh, um, order. You understand me? You did not address that thing as an adult. You addressed it as you were still a child. All the toys I wanted, I got it. So that means that mentally you are um, displaying something that is saying, wow, is you talking about this as you now, you know, in, in, in the metaphor that you still in a child mind. Mm. All right now, you know, you gotta watch that, you know. All right, polite, you know. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. This is just me coming in briefly. And, and, and I just wanna tell you, polite, I, I remember seeing you with Sanetta. I remember it. I was talking to Sanetta, went over there to Harlem, and I was walking through. My granddaughter was with me. My 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 son was with me. And I had um some more people that was with me. And they and matter of fact, they had their children and another man was with me. Not no man of my own. No, 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 no. None of that. It was one of my peers that was with me. And so all of us was together. And I was talking to Sarnetta because my granddaughter had saw the pictures that was hanging against the wall. And and it was dealing with the 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 men and the women's that was hanging on the trees. And my granddaughter wasn't even in kindergarten. And when she saw that, she just started crying and crying. And I had to start breaking it down to her. And Sonetta came over to me and started talking to me, you know, and we start talking and all of us talking and having a, a beautiful, empowering conversation. And right then and there, the deep, it was so deep that Sonetta turned around and said, I want to I wanna give you my book. I want to give you my book. You don't have to pay for nothing. That's how deep the conversation had got. But I remember, unpoetic, baby, I remember you. And I remember looking over on um, Sanetta because we was outside. I'm looking over there, and he was over there by the other, you know, um, group that he was talking to. And he kept, and you kept on, um, um, polite, kept peeping over, looking at what Sanetta was doing. Kept looking at us in our crowd, and I kept looking at you. And I tell you, it was the God that I believe in just kept drawing me right to you. And I kept seeing you just moving on fast, the same way you move now, fast, fast, fast. Ain't no change. You still move with that quickness. And I'm seeing you moving and, and you just going bobbing back and forth, bobbing back and forth. And right then and there, I picked up right then and there spiritually that you was not all together. And every time I saw you, even when my son came and said, Mommy, look at da-da-da-da. I said, mm-mm. He ain't all there. 
something ain't right with this. You know, something is just not right, you know. And I remember that time. And I remember even the year it was. It was in 2012. Won't forget it. it was 2012. And I tell you, it was something during that time. And you have grown. You have elevated. But one thing I see that did not elevate is your maturity. Because once you talk about toys and, and things like that and calling people stupid, you have not matured maturely. I don't care how much, you know, that you are so smart that coming from the 10th grade, I'm telling you, you still did not mature in areas that you needed to mature in. I love each and one of you that listening. And polite, I hope that your love for Yahweh will come closer and that you will turn around polite and, and, and surrender unto him and talk to him spiritually and not to these other gods. Talk to the creator. You understand? Don't get it confused. Because them other gods don't have the power of the creator who made the universe and universes that we have not seen on this planet. You understand me? Universes. Universes. Not just, see, we're in in the solar system that we have planets around us. But I'm talking about the God that I serve. He has created universes that is beyond the universe and the planet and the stars that we see today. So our God is a God of powerful creation. Powerful creation. Get in get get connected with the true living God. Okay. The, I hope you know you all listen and you know and and share. You know, this is PSK V. Please share. And all those that have been sharing my content and been supporting me, I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you so much. I I appreciate each and every one of you. And I thank you, each and every one. And all those that have contents out there that follow me that is YouTubers, I tell you, please do not think that I don't follow you. I follow you. I also, you know, contributes by leaving comments, all of that, because I believe in sharing and supporting each other. That's the only way we can do it, you know, supporting each other, and especially when you got a voice that got to be heard, you know, let your voice be heard. I don't care how many people you got on there. It is still your voice that you are allowing to hit the empathy. All right. Love you. This is PSKV coming to you in the comfort of your home. Talk to you soon. Hello, this is Miss PSKV coming to you in the comfort of your home. Just coming in, just coming in to talk about maturity. And the blessing of maturity. Some of us, you know, think maturity comes in to a package that you are developed as a full-grown man, a full-grown woman. And you got all that going on. But maturity comes into different packages. It doesn't just come into just being grown and having children and having a 
full-grown relationship. But maturity also coming in when you start recognizing that you have outgrown the negativity. And now you have seen that your negative behavior have now took you to another level to grow out of that dysfunctionality. That is what it called when we start to think and when we start taking our time to Think about the things that we done that was immature. Sometimes people think that just going back into the memory of things and they will tell you, oh, why are you thinking about those things? You know, you know, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. But a lot of the things that you are leaving alone and you're not coming in to the recognition that these things are locked down inside of the subconscious. It have been locked down into the sublime. And when those things are locked down, we sometimes, out of in, not being mature, will also operate into those things that we have not let go of. That we already just said, we're not thinking about it, you know? We're not just thinking about it. That's it, you know? And so that's why it's about coming into the realization to know that we need to think about it. We do need to go into that meditation. If you come in from a broken marriage or a broken relationship, I don't care if you're male, female, or whatever it is, but when you come in from that brokenness, from that relationship, believe me, jumping into a new relationship is not going to do it because you didn't put no love on yourself. You have not matured enough to understand what went wrong. And then you turn around and say, I just don't want to even be bothered with that past. I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about nothing. But what you're not thinking about is what you're bringing into a baggage, what you're bringing into that baggage of that suitcase that is full of heartache, full of brokenness, full of Things that was locked down that you did not like. Maybe it was just about the toothpaste, you know, that, you know, he squeezed it the wrong way or she could squeeze it the wrong way. No, baby, it's all about things that you did not let go of. You know, it's no way going to just be about some toothpaste just squeezed the wrong way because that means that when you look at that toothpaste and it's squeezed in the middle and you want it to be squeezed at the end, that means something that was locked into sublime is bringing you back to that craziness just to go into that immaturity just to bring an argument for no reason because you have brought baggage from your past. So once you come out of that and say, let me just sit down and let me just think about it. Let me go into this and, and see what is the problem. What is the problem that I am having with the memory? You understand? With the memory. Now, you think that the person that you had that relationship was going to sit back down with you and talk to you and say, baby, let me tell you, you know, you did this, you did that. No, they done moved on with their life. They are probably now got the same baggage that you got. 
You understand me? The same baggage that they taken into a relationship and you now taken into a relationship. So it becomes now all that baggage that you done built up with more than one relationship because all those relationships didn't work and that becomes brokenness. So all those baggage, now you don't have just one suitcase, you got several suitcases, you know, and now you got to tote all of that with you to get on the airplane, get on the train, get on the bus, all your travels, and take all this baggage with you to your new location. Now, with all of that bondage, there's no maturity. There's no maturity because you have not took the time to think about the things that you was, you know, out of link with. You know, the things that you was doing that was so out of control. The things that the toothpaste was bothering me because he squeezed it the wrong way. And it could have been some childhood thing that done took place in your childhood that you never looked at. You never got counseling. You never had no one to sit down and talk to you and tell you, baby, I love you. Baby, I love you. We have some of us have childhood memories that are locked down in the subconscious, in the sublime, that is the subliminal, that we are not, that we are not looking at. But inside of that subliminal, it is activated around us doing some crazy things, you know, doing some crazy things. And that means also not even paying our bills, not even trying to get a pass bill that is paid. I do that next week. I do that next week. And the next thing you know, it's all messed up because you have not matured to look at that baggage, the baggage that you could have came from parents that didn't pay their bills. Oh, now, this PSKV, now, where is all of this coming from? I thought we was talking about maturity. I thought we was talking about relationships. I thought that we were talking all about that. Now, where do it comes in about these bill things? Baby, let me tell you. When we are not mature and we have grown into a relationship and built our relationship into dysfunctionality, those things carry with us and it goes inside of our built-in relationship. That we build in a relationship and we build in a relationship with brokenness. And that means that if you come from a family that was not responsible and irresponsible and did not want to pay bills and not did not want to be responsible, did not want to grow, but was satisfied in the areas that they was in and going to live with the auntie, going to live with the, the grandmother and everybody else and not carrying their own weight to carry their blessings, to be blessed to their children and their children picking up the same old thing. I could go and live with my friend. I could go and do that. There are families that have been built that way that did not take on their own responsibilities. And that comes into carrying baggages now because you feel that the bill's going to get paid some other kind of way and it's going to be just a free ride. 
So, Miss PSKV, what are you really talking about here? You know, what are you really talking about? What I'm talking about, the responsibility of being mature to know when you finish paying for a bill and you finish paying for that that credit card that, that messed up your credit and you finally got that thing cleaned up. Baby, you're going to feel golden. You're going to feel good inside because you took the responsibility to open up that suitcase and to now dump all of that stuff out, go through the paperwork, go through every detail of it, and now bring things in organization and bring clarity to what been holding you down. And that is the maturity. The maturity to understand that it's not just about being mature as a grown woman, a grown man, you know, it's about maturity of taking on responsibilities the responsibility to know to know that i need a roof over my head the responsibility to know i can't get that right yet because i'm not ready for that yet but i can take what i got to take i don't care what people got to say i don't care how they have to look at me i don't care if i have to be at that dollar tree store i will go in there and get what i have to get i don't care if i have to go to the thrift store i'm gonna get what i have to get that is the major because you taking responsibility to know i want to clear that debt that means the responsibility that some have to say, well, I have to go to the pantry. Is that something wrong with that? If you know that you're paying bills, that you're clearing debt, if you knowing that you want to now move yourself from debt to be set debt free, but also you got to get that per counsel to know that, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Where is this going? I don't want to go right back in the same old, same old again after I pay this debt up and then I go back into the same behavior because I didn't empty that suitcase. I did not empty that suitcase and after I empty it, I didn't throw that suitcase away because I don't need it anymore. I need the newness to come in. I don't need the same old ancient suitcase that been hug hugging around me, hugging me, embracing me, and holding on to me for every relationship that I deal with. So the relationship that deals with me dealing with a man in my life, a woman in my life, children in my life, all these different relationships. But these things will hover over you and with, because the maturity is not there that you can look at the baggage that been holding you down, the baggage that been of um, discomfort to you. Oh, Miss PSKV, what you talking about? Oh, a discomfort. Because that discomfort means that it brings in arguments. Because now the stress, the stress of the discomfortability that is bringing in. So you got to blame somebody because you don't want to look at yourself. You won't, don't want to even celebrate yourself. To say, I'm celebrating that I'm getting out of this.
I'm celebrating because I want more. Order to get more, I got to open up that suitcase. I got to look at all of those old bills. And I got to throw all of that junk mail out. I got to start clearing things out. I got to even go into my emails and start seeing what in the world is there that is also bringing bondage around me. So the emails are not just emails that is going over there that you're going into Google, baby. The emails is also going into the sublime. The emails is there that is getting signals coming back to you. Ding dong is an email coming in to the, from the sublime that this is something that you're doing that is dysfunctional that came from family ties that was generational, what they call it, a generational curse. And the reason why it's called generational curse, because there was never no healing. It was never no healing. But, you know, I guess got to tell you, it was never no healing. So the same characteristics, the same thing is passed over to the next generation. It is taught. They don't even have to just take you and teach you like they're teaching you your ABCs. You are seeing it and you are doing the same old thing because you are taught also by sight. Also by sight. So the things that your parents done that was dysfunctional and they was not paying their bills. They was not taking education, you know, mm-hmm, educational factors. Seriously, that means that you could have parents that would say, mother, 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 dad, I got to do my homework. That lights better be off at a certain time because I got to go to work in the morning. So that don't matter what. And because you was latchkey, they expect that that homework should have been done over there. So there was no study time. There was nobody telling you that you got to study. You see? Because that was a generational curse, a generational curse that did not take education serious. So that means you could have parents that did not take education serious before we even had cyber. So that means mm -hmm, you wasn't going to the library. You was not purchasing books. You was not reading the newspaper. You was not being told to read the newspaper. You was not keeping up with current affairs. So all of these things comes into our maturity and our growth. But if you come in with generational curses in your life to pass down to your children, you got to know what generational curses are you dealing with. Because everybody thinks it's generational curses that dealing with, you know, this demonic thing, you know. So it's just got to be something possessed it with demons, you know, them possessed demons that is oppressing you. And it be generational curses of behavior, behavior difficulties, behavior dysfunctionality that was never taught because you had not the liberty. You, to express yourself with clarity. And when you're talking about Miss PSKV, express yourself with clarity. Express yourself with clarity because that means we all have different gifts. So that means that the gifts that you have, it was not developed at your age because that means you had parents that was dysfunctional that was not looking at your gifts.
They was not looking at your gift to develop them. They could not see. Wait a minute, my, my, my child is very smart right here. You know, I think that I, I got to be putting some money into this education. I want that my child to, to, to achieve even stronger and higher. And while you are doing that, putting that money into that, that area, not only is your child becoming even more, you know, liberated into the intelligence, it is also you are also becoming liberated because you are breaking a generational curse. And that is the major, you know. So the maturity is a high blessing. You know, sometimes we knew we do need to sit down and listen to our elders. We do need to sit down and listen to the younger people. Everybody got a gift. And if we sit down and just listen with maturity, we can develop even greater and greater. But the immaturity, because we carrying all these packages and all these bags full of chaos, full of arguments, full of disagreement, full of hatred and malice. These are the things that have us not to grow and to grow into success, to grow greater and higher. So that is the blessing, my people, my dear brothers and my dear sisters and all my babies out there. We don't want to live with immaturity. We want to grow. So we want to understand that when we got these bills and we talking about bills and we don't want them bills to pile up and we don't want to go to the next. We just need a new, new start. And you could get that new start and the bill could get paid. And the next thing you know, you back at that same old, same old Mm-mm, garbage again because you did not clean up you did not clean up the immaturity you did not clean up the situation you know and being if you know you're a shopaholic why would you want to go shopping you know, it's good that you can look and see the things that you desire and you want. But also, too, you can go into your closet and shop inside your closet. You understand me? And you can start doing things with the things that you already have and that you have already accomplished. Because you know, and now it's time for me to go into maturity to clear debt. And if you like that shopping so deeply, there are other places that you can go. And you can go to other places and find free things, all kinds of things, and other ways to get things. They get the things that you need, the things that you want. But if you want to elevate out of that dysfunctionality, and it's dealing with those bills, it's dealing with the dysfunctionality that you did not pay attention, that all those, 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 mm-hmm. Those letters that was not open, all of that mail that was not open, because now you feel in all that anxiety, the anxiety that now building up in you, because now the anxiety is coming from the past generational high, because you had a family that was dysfunctional and their high was the dysfunctionality of the immaturity not to take care of business so some don't recognize that you can be high often not just some you know 
let me get me a glass of wine or let me just, you know, do me a little this or that, you know, don't want to call it all out with what they, you know, this talked about, you know, whatever thing you taking for the luxury of that high. But the high is not always with the drugs. The high is not always with alcoholism. The high can be when you going out being dysfunctional, spending money, spending money, spending money, you know, and not understanding that God is taking you to a level to clear debt. And anything you want and anything your heart desire, yes, Father said, knocking the door is open, seeking you shall find, and baby, and action it shall be given. And all of that can be given. But also, Father Yahweh, give us this here too. It also says that he is a clean God, a God of order. You understand me? And I'm not getting religious on you because all of you probably say, why are you getting religious now? Why are you getting religious? I am just giving you just the philosophy of that blessing. The philosophy of telling you, if you put your heart in it, your mind in it, and you believe in faith decree, that baby, that the algorithm of God Almighty, because see, the algorithm is not the computer. It is the almighty God, Yahweh, which will give us the algorithm of the blessing of the things that we need. Oh yes, the algorithm. It will pull in the blessing of your desire. So if your desire is say, I want to clear debt, it's going to bring the algorithm, going to bring that in because it is God that's going to bring it in. Yahweh going to bring it in. And the blessing going to come in that you will be able to clear debt. But if that is not on your mind because you have not matured yet to say, I want to clear debt and I want the best and I want greater, but I also want debt to be cleared. I also don't want to owe no man anything. I also want to walk with the best and not owe any man nothing in the power of Yeshua, Yahshua HaMashiach. I want clear, what? I want to be clear from debt in the power of the almighty God that have placed power inside of me. I have the power, I have the authority to call into the universe to take me into greater and higher, into the blessing of Yahweh algorithm to give me the necessities that I need, even down to the healing, even down to the miracle healing. I believe that I have matured to see that it's not just my will, but the will of the Most High God that want me to have the best and do not want me to beg or borrow. But first of all, I must, I must, I must mature myself. How do I mature myself? Study myself. Study and see the weakness study and see the weakness. The weakness of the things that is hindering me, the weakness of the things that I have lost the key to unlock that suitcase and now wisdom will give it to me. Say, baby, if you ain't got the key to unlock it, now it's time to take control and break it in. Break it in. Break it in. You understand me? Make that enforcement to take control of it. That is the major part. The major part of knowing a about taking responsibility of my life, of our lives. 
not allowing the immaturity to take control with generational curses. With curses that you even making for your own self. Curses that you putting on yourself. Because you refuse to look at the memory of the things that is causing the problem. Because you are fearing that memory. That thing hurts so bad, I don't even want to look at it no more. That, that is why they have counselors and they have those that even psychologists. They have those that you can talk to. But baby, when you can sit down and meditate and start letting go of those things and really write it down and start reviewing your own life, baby, you can be the best counselor. I'm telling you, even down to those that been mm-hmm, that went to school and got they, you know, PhDs for it. Because you done sat down and you done sat there and said, wait a minute, I need to write this down. What is really bothering me? Why am I so afraid of, and, and it just, I mean, just make me so angry just because the toothpaste is pressed in the middle. You know, why is it that it bothers me, you know, for, I mean, little crazy things that could be adjusted, you know, little crazy things. And why is it that, why is it that those little crazy things would bother you than just sitting down and just having a, a meeting, you know, with your loved ones? Because there's a dysfunctionality there. It had got so deep that you can't even have family meetings. And I got so crazy that you cannot even sit down and tell them about the bills that is covering you and covering the family. Because now they, it's one thing piled up on one person. I can just do it by myself. I can't tell nobody nothing. I just can do it. So now it's the hidden bills. That's the ones that in the suitcase. That's the ones that is being hid. That is the suitcase that been put, you know, everyone went into the attic. The suitcase that went into the basement. The suitcase that went underneath the bed. The, the mail that went underneath the mattress. Come on now. All the hiding places. All the hiding places. And all these places I'm calling out is inside of the mind. That have went into the subliminal. It have went into the subliminal. And now it is there unconsciously activating itself with anxiety. That is the major avenue. So the babies, babies, babies. It is time to go into them suitcase. It is time to, you know, they said, let's do spring cleaning, baby. It ain't about no just no spring cleaning. Baby, we just going to come out here and we're going to clean. We're going to clean, baby. That's it. It ain't no season no more. It's about cleaning, 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 baby. That's it. We're going to clean all this junk up. You understand me? The hurt, the pain, the suffering. You know, all of that stuff. Because if you keep on letting that stuff linger, the more you let it linger, the more you're going to have heartaches. The more you're going to keep going into another and another relationship. And those relationships is not going to be designed for purpose. It's going to be just there to just cause another heartbreak. That's it. Because it's not going to last. Some of you can say, how long did your relationship last? Some could say, my relationship lasts for a whole two years. We were together for two years. We were together for three years. We were together for six months and it was over. 
We was together for five years, but no growth, no nothing, no marriage, no ring. Because the ring don't mean nothing. It's just a symbol. You know, you can spend all that money on a ring and right then and there, that money that you coin over there and put France and around and say, I got a $50,000 ring and that $50,000 or $100,000 ring that you got on your hand and baby, you could have bought you a, a house. You understand? It could have bought you a house. What is the purpose of all of that to have this big fancy wedding but yet you bring in garbage into the wedding. Is that a high celebration that you bring in all that garbage in that you didn't clean nothing up? And you bring in all your baggage into this relationship that is called marriage for life. And the only thing it is, is just temporarily because you brought all this brokenness in and it wasn't cleaned up. And he or she accepted you with all that brokenness because they were still broken because they could not identify that you was broken because they was not cleaning up their brokenness. See, brokenness will look for another broken person because they cannot identify that the person is broken because they never handle it. So generational curses always tied in with each other. It become a cycle, a cycle, a cycle over and over again. So babies, you know this is Miss PSKV coming to you in the comfort of your home. And I tell you I love you and hit that button. And subscribe. Mm -hmm. And make sure you share. And I will be coming back with the same continuation about the maturity and the algorithm. And what is it bringing us into the positivity? And what is the difference between the algorithm of negativity and the algorithm of positivity? They're going to be into our next you know, babies, <laughs> our next conversation. You know this Miss PSKV coming to you in the comfort of your home and talking to all my babies out there. Love you.